some of us went out last night, but we're not going to tell who did. Uh -oh. What happens uh -oh. in London stays in London again? Absolutely. I have my suspects. One of our, one of our folks there was looking for, for looking for love, so I hope uh -oh. it's happening. I think it could. Uh -oh. yeah. Well, I think yeah, we want you guys to get some rest ladies. because... Hey River Vixens, it's Ryan. Cheerio, it's Sam. We are back from what was a whirlwind of a weekend. We apologize, we're coming to you late with this uh, finale episode for Riverdale, but we were a little busy last week. Sam, tell the children what happened. Well kids, what happened was the craziest thing that's happened to us this week. Um, so Ryan won a contest from the Today Show after showing up on the plaza dressed like a bedazzled British guard. And we won an all-expenses-paid trip to London for the royal wedding of Harry and Meghan. We were there. We were drinking our Windsor Knots. We saw... Harry and Meghan's honored drink. Yeah, I kind of fake news to myself on live television. But what else is new? And the audio you heard in the beginning of this episode, um, of course, Ryan and I, in our favorite city, London, we went out the second we landed. And the rest of the group that we were with was a bit older than us, um, and they were pretty shocked that we went out. So on live TV, Ryan, what happened? Yeah, I think they were moreover just surprised with how we lived our lives. <laughs> Most um, are. <laughs> yeah, I think they were like, how do you function? And we did what we actually, like, we reached a point where we did shut down on but the we, trip. But we honestly did not sleep for three days. I mean, one day I was a little groggy, and I tried to take a bubble bath, and I forgot to put the drain, so for like... 30 minutes, I just kept looking at the bubbles go down. I'm like, why isn't it filling up? Then I realized I was tired. But we got called out. Like, we went, so we, we landed in London Thursday night around 11 at night. Naturally, we go out. So we go, we get a bite to eat. And, like, here's the thing. We were really responsible for the two of us. We were. Um, but then we went out dancing for a little bit. And mm -hmm. I was approached by a chap on the dance floor. He was. Who, the chap um, looked like he was on drugs. But yeah. most people that like Ryan look like they're on drugs. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. You're welcome. It's so supportive. Oh, I got you. Um, but of course, Sam had to blab on that to the entire group the next morning. So now there are rumors swirling that I had quite the night. Like, it really... It, she made it sound like I didn't come home. Um, so then on live television, here we are talking to Hoda Kotb and Savannah Guthrie, Al Roker. Uh, first of all, we get called out for going out. Being crazy kids, Savannah Guthrie goes, I think I have my suspects. <laughs> We're also the only ones under 40 on this trip. Correct. Uh, and then they ask about my love life. Yeah, because Ryan was looking for his prince. That was one of the big reasons they sent him on this trip. You know, the one rule of television, like, you gotta you gotta have a storyline. You gotta get a gimmick. So we know how to work it. We do. And Ryan, you know, we suddenly became the... The fixtures of this Today Show sponsored trip. Yeah, but it sounded like I just like went out, went crazy, didn't come home, got laid, got into trouble. Uh, it tracks. Yeah, you know, and my grandmother watched that. But you know what? The, the kicker is we were really so good. Like we had a couple drinks, you know, like six opposed to our normal like 16. And then we came home. Well, the home. drinks are weaker there. They're weaker, yeah. And then we came home and drank water, which we never do. And we both had burgers for dinner. Well, I had a veggie burger. But we came home and we like... Well, we came home at like 3 a.m. We had to get like up in three hours. But we looked at each other and we were like, we are being so good. 
Yeah, we want to thank uh, the Milestone Hotel Ugh. for treating us like kings and queens. Thank you to the Milestone. If you guys have to go to London for anything, I really recommend you check it out. It's unbelievable. It's in Kensington, right across from the Kensington Palaces and cottages where they all live. It was true. Yeah, it was really, really special. Not a place that I would look at initially and no. think it was my speed. It was like, oh, it's a little stuffy. The the hospitality there is unlike any other. And every single room is themed. And apparently, like, when you walk into the check-in desk, they kind of assess you and figure out what room they want to place you in. I think they had done that before. Oh. I think they Google people. Like, they oh research guests before they come. Well, yeah. naturally, we were placed in the Harlequin suite. Because <laughs> we're little tarts. <laughs> <laughs> Which, when I asked what that was, Sam said, I think it's just a mean girl. <laughs> Which, it's not. Uh... So thank you to Milestone Hotel. Thank you to Virgin Atlantic. Thank you to Leo. Uh, and thanks to the Today Show. It yeah. was a crazy, crazy little weekend. A whirlwind. Needless to say, uh, Riverdale kind of took a backseat. Uh, it did. We had to leave that Thursday morning, and we were at a party that Wednesday night. So it, it took us a little while to catch up here. Uh, we're coming to you alone uh, today because we've also had some guest complications. But when I tell you that we're going to give you guys a special bonus episode. Uh, gird your loins because it's going to be big. Mine are girded. Yeah, but we wanted to get this one out here uh, so you didn't think we totally abandoned you. Yeah, so we have classic Riverdale where the second penultimate, penultimate the episode before the finale. <laughs> That's right, penultimate. Penultimate, yes. That episode revealed most of the, the shockers. And then we have this kind of recap. Um, starting off with a funeral. Jughead, Jughead can't come to the phone right now. Why? Why? Because, because he's dead. dead. That tour looks amazing, by the way. The T Swift tour. I know. I'm dying to go. We'll go. go. I don't. I don't know. If anyone listening has I'm connections, our birthday is July 30th, so um, we'd love to go. Uh, so we open up at a funeral. I love how Archie is wearing his Letterman jacket. I know. Like, that's what you'd wear at a funeral. Yeah, probably. Uh, and. Betty's saying, come back to me, Jug. Don't be mad at me. I'm sorry. I love you. Uh, and then, of course, immediately we have Jughead wake up in the hospital bed, looking pretty great, considering that he was really bruised up. Yeah, I mean, the last episode, his face was a bloody pulp. And I don't know if Riverdale has an incredible plastic surgeon who can do corrective surgery instantly in the ICU, but he looked great. Yeah. Yeah. And FP is there kind of comforting him, mm -hmm. very uh, Valjean and Fantine in the hospital. Yes. Oh, that's exactly the vibe I got. Yeah. And then, uh, take my hand. Uh, FP reports what happened the night prior. So we did have the fight between the serpents and the ghoulies, uh, but the, the serpents were sorely outnumbered by the ghoulies. Also, Fangs is still alive. Yeah. I mean, what? This, okay. Let's just be like, say it flat out. This episode was a little, um, convenient. Yes. Although I did go on a heavy, um, black hole of stalking fangs in real life on Instagram. He is so hot. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy he's alive. Me too, but there's no way he would be alive. Yeah, it was just kind of silly that we were, we mourned him for a week. Right, And wait. then, like, without even, like, seeing him, they're like, oh, BT dubs. Right. He's fine. Next week, Midge will, like, like the sheriff is bust just, out of the grave. <laughs> the sheriff's just like, JK. I mean, this town is shady. Yeah. Nobody has anything right. It's just... It, this episode was fairly convenient. Yeah, because we learned that the serpents, like, don't exist anymore. I wish we could have seen that. That seems like a full, like, episode somewhere yes. within this 
22 episodes that we went through that like could have been worth exploring here's one of the main groups and now they're distinguished uh, how did they get distinguished did they talk about that by the ghoulies the oh, night right. before in the fight at pickens park right but like but we don't what? see it yeah it's just like we just hear from fp what happens this whole episode i was confused and then i read some recaps and i was so confused yeah it's just tying loose ends and i think um right but I still, I still do think the writers had, like, the lost crux where they, like, the writers who wrote Lost, brilliant as they may be, they had no idea where the show was going. So I kind of feel like this a little bit. When they got 22 episodes, they're like, okay, what now? It's kind of like when you blow your load and then, you know, it's like, God, now I have to talk to this person. Uh, you know, like... It's why I drink. Yeah, it's like, well, you know... What do you got planned for the rest of the day? It's like, I don't care, but I just want you to leave my bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, um, what the, that's what this episode was. That You know what? You're right. Yeah. We don't really care, but like, get out of my bed so like, we have to make small talk. Right. Yeah. And if you were wondering, um, are Sam and Ryan meeting at 8 a.m. again sober? Not a no. no. We're back to you with Bailey's coffees, obviously. We're still on London time, so it's yeah, past noon. It's past noon. Yes. <laughs> there was one lady on the trip, with, which, like on the flight over, which we left at... 6 a.m. And we had a couple you know, white wines. We watched Paddington 2. Well, Sam watched it finally. I've seen it many times. I wept. It's the best movie I've ever seen. It's gorgeous. You must, must see it. Yeah, so stay tuned for our summer podcast, Paddington Pod. But one woman was like, are you old enough to drink? And I'm like, you don't know who you're dealing with, honey. Yep, and we get off the plane, and the man I was sitting next to, who was also on the trip, was talking about me and Ryan's drinking, and... He was like, she had a lot of wine. <laughs> it was kind of like hands on a hard body. Like, <laughs> being with these people for like three straight days, I just mean, strangers. I'm with you all the time, so our behavior is not shocking to me, but I guess to like lay people, <laughs> on liquor. it's pretty shocking. Yeah. Yeah. It might be alarming. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, we then cut to the Cooper households. So Hal oh, is yes. Hal's in jail, but we see Alice outside. Kind of going bonkers, understandably so. You just learned that your husband's a a serial killer, and, albeit an awful one. And people are taking photos of the house, and like they want to see. Yeah, and the, she's the, like the source. Take a look. You, know, you want to see where he planned his evil plans? Honestly, I'd be there periscoping. Yeah, she should have sent them to the share Bs though. <laughs> I feel like that's where the real like masterminding went down. There in her, uh, Penelope's bed. Yeah. Uh, but Betty shows up and she kind of comforts Alice. Uh, yeah, we have that going on. Yeah. Uh, then we have the, the student council race, uh, which... I forgot about are, this. Yeah, people are like dropping out of. The only candidates we're left are, are Archie and Ethel. <laughs> uh, so of course we do find out that Archie eventually wins. I don't know who is... We didn't learn who the vice president is. No. Didn't his, was Veronica, Veronica was his running mate, right? Yes. Which doesn't, like, that's not how school elections typically work. No, I mean, I was thespian president and our campaign was a little different. (laughs) Were you just, were you in any student council sort of thing? I wasn't in student council, but I was a thespian president. I was secretary of acapella. I was president of the environmental club. um, And I was um, treasurer of the techies. (laughs) All of which is shocking (laughs) even more shocking i was my class treasurer (laughs) which let me tell you i can't balance my bank book no 
like I get scared checking. Ryan got Shekel's bag at a bar. I was like, all right, I'll take this. I get scared looking at my bank account for for multiple reasons, but it doesn't really matter then. Like I didn't have to actually deal with money. But the fact that you were in charge and that was your responsibility in the student council is pretty hilarious. Yeah, it did put me in charge of the prom. So oh it was like my full god! Prom committee. That's why you did it. Yeah. Yeah. It was red carpet themed. Oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Mine had no theme. <laughs> <laughs> so, across town, mm. we have uh, the Lodge family, who both Veronica and Hermione are s- slowly but surely turning very much against Hiram. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it comes out that they they suspect that Hiram is behind this second Black Hood. Which we anticipated. yeah. But Minetta announces that not to worry. We found the second black hood. It's none other than Tallboy. Uh, kind of an, an easy scapegoat. But I'm sick of Tallboy. I don't know how much more we're going to get of him. I mean, I think that this storyline is honestly wrapped with the black hoods. I mean, it was obvious that... I don't think so, though. I think so. I mean, I think that Hiram was using the black hood to lead out his crime. So, like, you know, he had Tallboy do some of his dirty work, but now that the Black Hood's actually revealed and people know it's Hiram with the other one, he has to think of a new, a new way to carry out his master plan. Yeah, I think next season we'll get a little bit of the Black Hood, though, because he's still at large, mm-hmm. the second one. That is correct. Um, again, sorry that, like, this episode's so disjointed that it's tough to, yeah. like, do it as a, it really a is podcast, a, it's but a we're going to throw episode. out some of, yeah, we'll throw out some of our favorite moments, one of which... Uh, Kevin and Moose. Oh. Kevin found Moose crying in the bathroom because throughout the in the riots they they took all of Midge's stuff from her locker. Yeah. Um, you know, and naturally when you're consulting someone, it leads to a makeout session. Have you ever done that? Like consult someone in grief and made out with them? Um, I actually haven't. I. I think I'm the one usually. <laughs> yeah. But I'll kiss anyone if I'm sad. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would do that. Me too, but I get it because you're very vulnerable and you're raw. But I think that there's so much deep, deeper meaning to this because Moose and Kevin, maybe their endgame. I know. I I like them. Me too. But now that Fangs is alive, ooh, I, I some want some love triangles. Yeah. Next season, I do hope we get more Kevin Keller. Me too. I want some Kevin Keller like based episodes where he's developing and he's having love and everything. But I, I think the writers are pretty good at responding to the fans' demands. And I think there is a thirst for more storylines for Josie, Kevin. We've Cheryl had Tony. them. Yeah, we have them in the series. But, like, I want arcs for them. Me too. Like, none of them really had a character arc. Even Cheryl came out, but we kind of lost that. Exactly. It's... Like, we, I want, like, episodes based around, like, them. And I want them to, you know, because sometimes they're not even in an episode. Yeah. And there's they're regulars now. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, wishes for season three. Mm-hmm. Uh, continuing on, we uh, cut to uh, Riverdale High, and Principal Weatherby informs all the Southsiders that they're getting relocated to Seaside High. <laughs> which, is that, the, is that the high school from Hannah Montana? Oh my god. Yeah. I don't think that was the actual name. But it was similar. It was yeah. a sea something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Or what's the what's the TV oh, show? show. Jemay. Jemay, private school girl. No, but what's the 
Oh, their school? Yeah. It's, um... Southern, uh, Summer Heights High. Summer Heights High. 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 Yes, yes, Seaside High. Yes. Welcome to Mr. G's room, G's room, G's room. I love Jamee. (laughs) You are Jamee. I am Jamee. I'm Mr. G. You're Mr. G. Yes. Um... Seaside High sounds lovely. It does I would understand not wanting to be relocated, but... Did you ever grow up, both Sam and I are from the Northeast, and our schools are very, I can only assume that your school was very much indoors. Yes, it was. But I grew up watching Disney Channel, where like these kids went to middle school and high school, and like in between class, they'd be like walking on the commons, like next to a beach. And then I met, a, you know, now I have a bunch of friends from California, and I'm like, that's really how their high schools were. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. But I think the fact that we grew up mostly indoors has a lot about our personalities now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I don't... Yeah, I'd be a different person if I... Oh, me too. Like me too. A total I went guy. full vampire mode growing up. Yeah. But um, anyway, the it's this episode was a nice showing of the north side and south side coming together as one. Yeah. A little convenient again in that... Literally one episode prior, we had everyone rioting. Yep. So now to be all kumbaya uh, is seems a little misleading. I agree. Uh, because they get kicked out of the white worm and they find refuge at uh, Fred Andrews' house. Yep. He's there making breakfast. He goes, I made eggs. Au la française. Yeah, and it was like very Sound of Music-esque. Yeah. Like escaping with the nuns. How much room is there in the Andrews house? I it doesn't seem that large. And also, where is their dog? Yeah, I don't know. No one's checked on He's that. These are my thing. burning questions. Uh, thankfully, we did get a cameo. One last glimpse for season two of my girl, Nana, Nana Rose. Rose, and she is now Cheryl's legal blo- legal guardian. Smart of Cheryl because she's gonna die soon, and then Cheryl gets you know power to all the will stuff. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why I want to marry old. Yeah, no, smart. I know. I have a closer to the grave, closer to the check. <laughs> it's true. Uh, and Sierra, I would have Sierra represent me. Me too. She I'll... must be busy. She's like good for every single. You know what? Too. Like she leaving her role as mayor was the best thing that ever happened to her. Yeah. She must be raking in those legal fees. Oh, a hundred percent. She's working for the whole town. Exactly. I don't think there's any other lawyers, but okay. Yeah, you don't get that money in public service. No, honey. Sorry, folks. Sorry. I do like Nana being Cheryl's guardian. I do, too. I, I mean, it makes sense. It's cute. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, Cheryl goes to tell this news to Penelope, and she goes to this barn, and there inside is Uncle Claudius with Hiram. Mm-hmm. And this whole, the whole setup, I think, for the next season is that, essentially, we have, like, the Death Eaters of Riverdale. Mm-hmm. It's like... Evil gang of Penny Peabody, Malachi, uh, Sheriff, um, what's his name? That guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have this whole crew that's plotting against, plotting against the town. Yeah. And we get a little glimpse into Hiram's more over master plan, something that we were aware of that we was going to happen. We knew it was more than a prison. Yeah. It's essentially a, just another cover for a drug front. Yeah. We love drugs in Riverdale. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a bit more on the nose than maple syrup. Yeah. People need their drugs. They do. And there's money there. There's so much money in the drugs. There's always money in the banana stale. 
Um, but what else do we have to talk about? Uh, we have the uh, the mayoral campaign talking oh my about God, the mayor. Yes. Uh, Veronica won, but only by 200 votes. It was very um, close. Hermione. Oh, sh- sorry. Hermione Same won. bloodline. Yeah. But only by 200 votes. Yes, and she actually goes to Fred's house to um, congratulate him. To, you know, to congratulate him on a good race. Yeah, I thought that was nice. Yeah. Uh, Weatherby, uh, again, is going to kick people out of the school. They're all there wearing these serpent jackets. Cheryl Blossom joins the, ser- she uh, does. the serpents. And she gets a beautiful, fierce, custom red serpent jacket. Yeah, how is she the only one... To get a red one. I, she's Cheryl Blossom. Yeah, like who makes that? I don't know. I really want a red one. I want a red one. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, and she doesn't have to do the serpent dance. No. Like times are a change and I think they realize the error of their ways. Yeah, I, I think so too. They're <laughs> like ready to move on. It's really fucked up. Um, and Maybe then, we shouldn't force people to do that. No, but I would do it. Um, FP steps down from the serpents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we now have Jughead as the, the serpent king. king. Um, I was like putting on eyeliner or something as I was watching the finale. So towards the end, Betty and Jughead are in bed at the Five Seasons. Special treat for Betty for surviving her dad getting incarcerated for being a serial killer of the entire town. You know. So <laughs> I was like half watching and he asked her to be his queen. And for like, I rewound it three times. So I was like, did he just ask her to marry him? <laughs> oh. I was so confused. Well, we're so used to royal weddings now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... When we hear King and Queen, I thought it was a proposal. Like, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, like, oh, oh, that, it, it that happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we have this white worm subplot with Hiram. Again, it's a little confusing, but the best I understand it is the white worm is like the one piece of property that he needs to finish his master plan. So Veronica gets her $1 million that she got uh, from Nick St. Clair's family. Uh, purchases the white worm, but then right away trades it for pops with Hiram. Yeah. Which sort of defeats the whole purpose of uh, saving the town. Yeah. But she gets pops. And the best part. We learn that underneath (laughs) pops, it used to be a speakeasy cabaret space. This is the best part of the season. (laughs) It's it's so us. Can you imagine the possibilities for season three? Oh my god! Count the Countess Luann's gonna bring Countess and hashtag Countess and friends to Riverdale. Riverdale. Oh my god! I just cannot wait for more musical numbers in this cabaret. Yeah, you know they're gonna have an opening party. Yeah, who's the Jen Tapper of Riverdale? Oh my! Oh, let's talk about this. Who do you think it is? I guess Ethel? for. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I guess like Veronica seems to be wanting to be in charge of programming. I, I guess so. Yeah. But Josie can do a fabulous cabaret act, I think. Oh, Cheryl? Yeah. I want everyone should do a cabaret. I agree. You haven't lived until you've done a cabaret act. <laughs> Truly. Life is a cabaret, my friend. And I love a, a cabaret. cabaret. Uh, so honestly, I would I'm cool with the whole town going to shit. As long as, as, long you, as, get as you get a cabaret space. <laughs> I I couldn't agree more, Ryan. I if this is how the episode's gonna end. I'm the happiest clam in the sea. Uh, another but. development is we also learned Veronica in this deal has gotten cut off from oh, the family. Yeah. Which, that complicates things. Because, like, what are you going to do, girl? 
Like, cabarets don't make that much money. No. <laughs> and she needs that money for her lifestyle. Yeah. She drinks champagne every morning. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what will happen with that. Yeah. But then we get one more twist in classic Riverdale style. Someone gets arrested. Yeah, before that, I just want to mention that we have Polly visit with her twin babies. Oh, yeah. Uh, which, again, <laughs> like, I feel the same way. Yeah. This might be but terrible, the one but, about- like, babies have... Ryan and I realized really recently that we have this, like, spooky connection with babies. I think it's because they realized that we're also, like, mindless enough to no good. Polly's baby, I just couldn't look at it. It's just not... It looks like an old man. It looks like Benjamin Button as a baby. The boy twin. I forgot they were twins, to be honest. Yeah. The best development, though, of this whole encounter is that Polly wants Alice to visit one of her friends from the farm. Which, first of all, didn't Polly leave the farm? Maybe she's brainwashed by the farm. Yeah, but that's why she... The last time we saw her, she left because it was brainwashing her. And Well, Molly but, Fitzpatrick bring up something interesting, because if they're going to bring the farm back, I hope it's a Colt Manson-esque story. Oh, no, I think it's going... Yeah, it's going to be, which makes me very excited. Me too. I love a cult. Yeah. And the show needs a cult. Yeah, Wild Wild Country Riverdale. Yeah. So now getting back to your, your plot twist. Right, yeah. We end the episode with uh, Archie Andrews being elected president. Yeah. Uh, and there, there's a special little guest there. Hiram Lodge is there to watch on. Because uh, earlier on in the episode, Archie went to visit Hiram in a full rage. He brought a knife. We're like, who gave him a knife? And he kind of <laughs> confronts Hiram. He goes, like, I know that you're behind this plan. Like, I'm going to make my bones once and for all. And then he smashes the table with a knife. And I'm like, that looks like an expensive table. Very Liam Lockhart. Yeah, that was, full, I know, but it was like a full restoration hardware table. I know, it was really nice. Yeah. But at least he made it a little more distressed, am I right? I guess that's it. <laughs> uh, and Hiram, I mean, Hiram knows that he's dealing with a dumb dumb. Yeah. He doesn't really give a shit, Hiram. He's like, when is this over? But he pulls something shady when he has Archie arrested for the death um, of Cassidy. Mm-hmm. That townie from that one episode that we all forgot about. We all forgot. <laughs> I actually had to look up. I'm like, who is Cassidy? Yeah. Cassidy Gifford? <laughs> but Cassidy's yeah, so, cute. Cassidy's remember? so yeah, cute. Yeah, it's too bad he had to die. Too bad, yeah. The cute ones always die. But that's where that's where they left us. Yeah. Not Not the typical, like last season we were left on a big cliffhanger with Fred Andrews being shot. There was murder in the air. Um, a little more subdued this season. Yeah, we have things that we can anticipate. We can have things we can speculate, but there's no really big cliffhanger that we left off on. Yeah, you can only have so much murder, I guess. I think it would have been a little cheap for the show to like just introduce another killer. I agree, yes. But it doesn't leave us with all that much to go on besides this dark circle of people in town yeah but i guess all we can do now is wait all we can do is wait and until then what good is sitting alone in your room riverdale season three my friends life is a cabaret 
We're going to start booking cabaret acts. We are. We're actually the opener of the Pops Cabaret. Yeah. Anyway, stay tuned. We have exciting news coming to you guys soon. And we're going to have a special episode. Yeah, we might have a few. Stay tuned. We like, we we might come to you. uh, the, The amazing thing is we've had such support like thank you thank you thank you to everyone who's listened this season and followed us along thank you to ryan for committing yeah thank you to sam for committing it's the first time in our lives they ever committed to anything and look what happens looked what happened uh follow me i'm at ryan bloomquist sandal with two d's follow us on twitter at riverdish email us uh, we're still going to be checking uh the riverdish account so send us your thoughts your predictions updates on the season uh, and we're going to leave you with a special message from one of our new friends. She's a big fan of the pod. And uh, again, we're, we're going to come to you with a special episode soon. So stay tuned. Bye, you guys. Hey, Ryan and Sam. It's Nikki Blonsky from the movie Hairspray. Hi. I want to thank you guys for being fans and supporters of mine. And I think it's awesome that you host a Riverdale recap podcast called Riverdish. I got to start listening to this because it sounds amazing. Um, I'm glad you think I should be on Riverdale. I would love to be. Um, It's a great show. Um, But yeah, everybody check out your podcast i'm gonna tell everybody i know because i think it's awesome and you guys are awesome so ryan and sam keep up that podcast i love you guys talk to you soon bye Every day.